Hello and welcome. I'm Connie Reagan Green. This is episode 122 of Prestabilius, Excellence in Marketing. Today, I'd like to talk to you about the window of opportunity and taking things for granted. So what I'm referring to here is having an online business that you can run from home or from anywhere in the world, as I have done over 18 years now, just coming up on 18 years in the next few weeks, that I've been doing this exclusively online and full-time as my business. Full-time is 15, 20 hours a week for what we need to do for the business. So I want to I share details with you. So there's a window of opportunity with everything in life. And sometimes the window stays open almost indefinitely, seemingly indefinitely, and then closes for a period of time. Other times the window opens and closes and it's economic factors. So when I came online, the window was wide open to start an online business, but I didn't understand it that way. So I came online, and this is 2006, and sure enough, the uh, what they called the, the 2008 recession, and this was, they called it the Great Recession because it, they were afraid it was going to get close to the Great Depression of the 1930s, and it didn't, of course. And when the recession started, I wasn't sure what was going to happen because I hadn't thought about that. Recessions are always going to come and go, but we don't think about, well, gee, what will happen if the recession starts in a few weeks or a few months? So in my case, my business pretty much doubled, and the 2008 recession actually started in the fourth quarter, so in the, the fall into winter of 2007, and it lasted for eh, almost two years, I'm going to say. My business almost doubled, and it was because people people were afraid. They were afraid that they would lose their job. They were afraid that, you know, everything was going to be changing in the world. They wouldn't know what to do. And so they came to me now. I wasn't positioned well because I was new online, still relatively new at that time. But I did my best. And... I found that the people that were my best prospects weren't the people who had lost their jobs because I had those people and I quickly showed them how to get started so they could do something, start getting some money in, even if it was just a small amount at first. My best prospects were the people who did not get laid off, but every day lived in fear of a layoff happening at their company or at their corporation, wherever they were working. So, Let's talk about this in economic terms. And this is really, you know, when I decide to do these podcasts, it's because of something that's crossed my path. So somebody that I work closely with online, she had posted a quote from Richard Branson the other day. Business opportunities are like buses. There's always another one coming. Well, this does not apply to online business. It refers instead to starting a physical brick-and-mortar business, and this is something I do not know about firsthand, but since coming online and joining groups like Rotary, it's an international service organization, and other nonprofits and, and other service organizations as well, I've met several people 
in both of my cities. I live in Santa Clarita, California, and also Santa Barbara, California. They're 80 miles apart, about an hour and 20-minute drive apart. In any given month, I'm in each city approximately half of the time. So I've met people in both of these cities that to start a business, a brick and mortar, they've borrowed against their homes, they've cashed out retirement savings, borrowed from family members, and also sold valuable, I'll call them family heirlooms. You know, it might be one person sold a grandfather clock. I hated to see that get sold, jewelry, things like that, so they can start a business. But when you start a business in the community, that's very, very risky. And most of these people, I can only think of one that was able to save the business. The other ones, they went bankrupt within a couple of years. And one, I'll, I'll tell you about more specifically, it was a couple where the woman was in the Rotary Club with me, and I knew the husband as well, and they actually sold their house. They weren't able to borrow against it, so they sold the house and moved into an apartment and did all of these things. They got all the money together they could, and they opened up an auto repair business. And I remember having a conversation with her about, I don't know, three months in, and I said, how's it going? And she said, well, not so well. The other people in the community expect us to recommend them and be part of the Chamber of Commerce and do all these things and, you know, in order to, to get business. We're going to send them business. And I said, well, yeah, that's how it works online with my business. I recommend people. They recommend me. And that all works, you know, very, very well over time. And she said, well, we don't want to do that. We opened a business. We spent a lot of, you know, we spent everything that we had on this business. And with this business, it was almost a half million dollars that they had with a bank loan, with selling their home, with everything that they had to do. And she said, we don't want to recommend anyone. We want people to come to us because they're looking for auto repair service and they'll find that our mechanics are experienced and honest and this and that. And I didn't say much to her, but my thought was, well, let's see how that works because you need to be part of a community where you recommend each other. Well, it didn't work for them, and they lost everything, and they moved to Arizona. They went back to where her family lived and tried to get a fresh start there. So if you are starting a physical brick-and-mortar business, I honestly can't give you too much advice except don't don't sell everything and borrow so much money that you could end up in dire straits. That's the only thing that I'll say about that. But I haven't opened a business that was an in-person business because that didn't seem attractive to me at all. So instead, what I'm saying here is that the window of opportunity for an online business to get it off the ground and up and running profitably, the window is open right now. So right now, today, it's January 31st, uh, 2024, so we're at the end of the first month. We're still in the first quarter of the year. Why do windows open and windows close? Well, unlike what Richard Branson says, business opportunities are like buses. There's always another one coming. But the online world, things go up and down in a way that's really tied to very deep economic concepts and things that are going on. And I almost returned to school to get a PhD. I was going to be in a graduate program at UC Santa Barbara, University of California, Santa Barbara, 
and uh, I was going to study economics because I'm so interested in it. I'm also a real estate broker in California and have been for many years. I do not do it actively, and I only do it for myself, family members, and a couple of friends, two close friends. That's it. But I was an appraiser as well, and that's when I became so interested in economics and how they could predict things and how nothing was a surprise to people in the know. And I was going to go back to school and and study all of this, and I decided, no, I have other things that I'm doing. The online business I love, 15, 20 hours a week, but also I've turned myself into a writer, and I'm doing writing for film and television in terms of creating scripts and screenplays and seeking representation and all of that. So that's going to keep me busy enough. But what I want you to do is if you've been thinking about an online business, perhaps you've been taking classes and buying products, spending some time and money so that when the time is ready for you, when it's right, you'll jump in. Don't think that way. I want you to jump in now. I want you to have a blog, a WordPress blog, a simple WordPress blog. I work with people in two different mentoring programs, and I recommend that you have a mentor, whether it's me or someone else, not a coach, not someone who will cheer you on, a mentor who will tell you like it is. And I can't tell you how many people actually get started but they take forever with the WordPress site, and they're telling me they have uh, programs that are they're page builders and this and that. I don't do any of that. I have, I have hundreds of sites, and everything is done on a very simple basis. So buy your domain and get your hosting. Email me. I'm at ConnieGreenhouse at Yahoo.com if you want to know my specific recommendations. It won't take you much time, and it won't cost you much money to get everything started. And then jump in. Don't let this window close again. We live in a world that is very volatile, and we never know what's going to happen. And I'm not even going to bring up some of the things that have gone on in the past few years and are continuing to go on now and will into the future. Instead, I want you to think about what do you want for yourself now? I started my business, actually, while I was still teaching, before I had resigned my classroom teaching position. And the way I did it was I started a simple blog, and I wanted to post twice a week. And I thought, okay, and I was not a writer at this time. So we're talking 2005, leading into 2006, when I was able to resign from teaching at the end of the school year, June 30th, and then officially be in business full-time, whatever that meant. I didn't know at the time. But the way I did it was I needed time in the morning, but I also had a long drive, and the traffic got heavier every few minutes in the morning. That's the way it is in, you know, a, a populated place, and this is Southern California I'm talking about. And so what I did was I would leave at the time that I normally wanted to leave, but I would park at the post office that was just not even a mile from school, and I would take out my notebook, and I would write two different topics. And I was trying to help people write ebooks and publish ebooks because I had been teaching young people all the way from kindergarten through high school and even adult school I did for a year how to write, how to improve their writing. 
I didn't do much writing, but I was helping others with theirs. And so I'd write about ebooks, and I would also write about starting an online business, what that was like for me. So I was sharing my story. So during those mornings, Monday through Friday, I would get my ideas together. I'd make my notes. I'd be ready. And then I made sure that a blog post was published on Wednesday and on Saturday. That's when I would actually get everything typed into the blog, save it as a draft, finish it up, and then schedule it to publish around noon on Wednesday and in the morning on Saturday in real time. Because I was doing it right there in real time before I went and did real estate work all weekend. And I know I was in the classroom, and I would look up at the clock sometimes. It would be a Wednesday, and it would be maybe 10.30 in the morning. We had just come back from recess, and I'd say to myself, I'd be thinking, my blog post is coming out very soon. It's going to publish. Or it would be the afternoon, and I'd say, I just published a blog post. Or it would be Friday afternoon, and I would say, I have another blog post coming out on Saturday. So the point I'm making here is, Don't wait until everything is perfect because that day might not ever come. What if I hadn't done this during the late fall of 2005 and during those months of 2006 where I started to make my first affiliate commission? And that felt very good. Even though it was very small amounts of money, I was earning money on the Internet. What if I had waited? What if I had squandered about eight months of time? So I was doing things October, November, December, and then 2006. I officially was not working any longer. I was no longer an employee of the school district district on July 1st, 2006. Don't wait until a day like that comes because then you'll feel like you're behind when it didn't need to be. So I want you to set some time apart so that you can get things going. I want your business off the ground and up and running profitably. And in terms of cost of starting the online business, it's just minuscule in comparison. The biggest expense I still incur is paying mentors to guide me. And yes, I always have a mentor. If you hire someone, if you hire someone that's a coach, you just assume that they're coaching people and they went to a coaching school online or something and got a coaching certificate. But people that hang their shingle out as a mentor, and there aren't so many of us, ask them who their mentor is. If they have to stop and think, that's not a good idea for you. That won't work for you. You want someone that can say, yes, I've been mentored nonstop since I started the business officially, so in 2006, and continue to be mentored. Sometimes I work with the same person for several years, And sometimes I've gone one year with one person and another year with someone else. And it's a beautiful experience. And when you're mentored by someone, they guide you in the right direction. And also, it's a personal relationship that you're building over time. And hopefully, if you're doing what you need to do and a mentor will guide you for that, then you'll have a strategic alliance partnership and a a lifelong friendship. So I want you to connect with me. I'm at Connie Greenhouse at Yahoo.com. And I want you to think about this, the window of opportunity, because when the time comes that it's not so easy, you'll be mad at yourself. You'll wish that you had started. So get started now. Get started now during the winter 
and before the spring of 2024, and you'll be positioned very well for the coming years. And I like you to be able to put 15 hours a week aside, and that should be very possible for you. Because uh, one activity that I do with a mastermind group that I'm in is we always look for a way to find more time. And if you're doing certain things like maybe driving children back and forth to school or driving them to sporting events or have some activities that you're doing that are a, a distance drive, usually it's driving. That, that's places where you can cut your, your time and have more more valuable time, you know, of your own to build the business. There are all kinds of ways. Email me. Tell me what your schedule is like, and I'll tell you uh, what my suggestions are for you. So, again, I'm Connie Reagan Green. You can go to ConnieReaganGreen.com. That's my main site. Reagan is R-A-G-E-N. It's a misspelling of King Lear's daughter. And you can also find me on Twitter, now known as X. I call it Twix. Just go to twitter.com slash Connie Green. Green is like the color, no E on the end. And I'd love to connect with you. I also have a site called mondaymorningmellow.com. And I just published my 240th consecutive Monday morning uh, blog post article. And I've turned those articles, not all of them, but out of the 240, I've used about half of them. Well, maybe not quite half, 80 or so. And I published one of my books. It's called Essays at the Intersection of Hope and Synchronicity. You can see all of my books at ConnieReaganGreenBooks.com. And those are on Amazon. I'm finishing up my 28th book in the next couple of weeks. Someone's doing a guest chapter for me, so it isn't quite ready. And when that's chapter is ready, then the book will be ready, and I'll let you know about that. So I've enjoyed spending this time with you. I hope that you are subscribing to my podcast. There's no cost for that. I'm also on Amazon Music and on Audible. I've just published two of my books as Audibles, and if you have an account, a membership of any kind at Audible, they're at no cost, and if you don't have a membership, they're just a few dollars. So always look for that. Just go to audible.com and search for Connie Reagan Green. All right. To your great success, this is Connie Reagan Green from Prestavilius, Excellence in Marketing. <laughs>